so it's not as risky as you start to think oh is the market gonna crash if I buy a house today no we're just seeing a little more balance which is healthy for our housing market buying or selling real estate can be stressful after all it's not any old house we're talking about it's your home when it's time to buy or sell turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands it's time for keeping it real estate with Colleen Benson Colleen, I've pulled a few headlines from national news over the past couple of weeks. Want to get your opinion on some of these findings, and are you seeing the same thing locally here in the greater Salem area? All right, Uh, great. The first one's about uh, investments, and so this is a new way to invest in real estate. And new, I'm kind of putting in quotation marks here, but uh, there's a company called Fundrise. They're now using crowdfunding to buy single-family homes and then renting them out to help turn a profit for those investors who buy into the home. Uh, The company started back in 2012, but they were in the commercial sector only. But now they've broken into the residential part of real estate. I know you're big into investing in real estate. What do you think about this as an entry point for somebody who may not have the funds to buy a home outright to become a landlord but instead can kind of do it in smaller chunks like this. Yeah, I've I've looked into it. It's actually very interesting, and it seems to have a lot of pros to the way it works. I haven't done it yet, but I know a lot of realtors that are doing it. So they claim that their fees are 1%. You can invest a minimum of $10 or up to $100,000 or more. You know, they have different (laughs) plans in there. I own three light bulbs in that house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, but it's a low minimum investment and it's open to all investors. Um, It seems easy to use. You know, you are, it's out of your hands way they invest your money could go up could go down i don't know about i think that you need to do your due diligence because i don't really know enough about it to give it a five-star review by any means some people have said the fees can be a little difficult to understand and watch out for some underlying fees and um so yeah that's what i know about it i've always wanted to invest in real estate but i have really zero interest in becoming a landlord so and most people feel that way exactly so this does seem smart. to fit that that little that little zone of uh, that little niche of people who want to kind of fit into that umbrella so yeah and then you can you know your investments can be in markets that are bearing higher yields than the current market that you live in yeah so you well, know if we point. could all mm-hmm. buy a house in the midwest where you can you know buy a home for 120,000 and watch it watch it grow well we don't all really want you know to travel own property that far away so this is a great way to kind of look at investing in real estate and not really have to be involved in it all right i'll tell you what i'm gonna go um invest in a rental home through through this uh over the course of the next couple of weeks and i'll see what the process is like and report back to you oh i love it thank you yes let us know since the barrier of entry may only be ten dollars i can go try it out at least and see (laughs) see how it works first before we you know go buy a whole home or something like that but okay good I'll check it out and let you know. All right. thought that was interesting and something worth uh, discussing a little bit. And so good to get your feedback on that, Colleen. Here's something that I know you'll have an opinion on and maybe some stats for us or at least some great local perspective. There is hope for buyers with a rise in affordable listings lately. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So the national stat, according to Realtor.com, new listings nationally rose 6.5% in July. That's now four months in a row with a supply increase. 
Is this leading or at least could it lead to a stabilization in prices and thus more affordable homes for buyers in the area? Yes, absolutely. Now, let me back up a minute. Stabilization in prices, meaning, you know, maybe we're not going to see the crazy bidding wars we've been seeing the last year, maybe a little bit more opportunity for buyers to get into a home, but we're not going to see the prices go down. I just, that we're not going to see a crash. I don't believe that at all. I believe we're still going to see year over year increase in value. So it's not as risky as you start to think, oh, is the market going to crash if I buy a house today? No. We're just seeing a little more balance, which is healthy for our housing market. That's a good thing. Yes, uh, healthy. This isn't something super Mm -hmm. dramatic, just a healthy sign of maybe that stabilization. Okay, very cool. Uh, The next headline kind of goes hand in hand with that a little bit. During much of the pandemic, the top complaint among home buyers was that they keep getting outbid for a home when they make an offer. Were you kind of seeing that throughout 2020? That was sort of your chief complaint, I would imagine. Okay. Uh, in fact, our, our closing recap story today kind of encapsulates that exact struggle. This is what was leading to the search for a new home, often taking three, four, and maybe even more months in some cases for people to complete. Uh, but things, interestingly, Colleen, switched last quarter with simple home affordability now at the forefront as the major problems that buyers face. So almost 40% of people who responded to this survey said that they just can't find a home that they can afford. They're not even getting to the part where they have bidding wars because they just can't afford the homes, period. That's how much prices have gone up. Mm -hmm. Being outbid, now, it didn't go away. It was still number two reason for uh, why people's searches continued to extend, but it was just outpaced a little bit by just pure home affordability. And then just for kicks, the uh, number three and four reasons were, number three, just couldn't get a home in the desired neighborhood that someone wanted, or finding the home with the right features was the barrier for why they were still on the market and looking. Does this jive with what you've seen kind of change over the last quarter as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, so July 2021, the monthly housing market trends shows new listing rise nationally, which you said in this in this thing and more smaller homes hitting the market and more smaller homes hitting the market gives affordability to first time buyers still you know our millennials that were born like what 89 to 93 somewhere in there that's our biggest group of of people here nationally and they're hitting their 30s and these millennials are first time home buyers they will be first time home buyers over the next 10 years and so there is opportunity out there that we'll see probably continue and, and give the buyers a chance to really find what they're looking for as more inventory comes to market. The Keeping It Real Estate podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? 
Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.